0: This is your host, Scott Singer, and you are now tuned into to It's Tuesday, February 24th. What do you call an educated tube? A graduated cylinder. Now to today's top story. Our first story of the day comes out of New Delhi, India. India's target of 10% ethanol blending with petrol is achievable provided there is a price parity between sugar and ethanol, global ethanol expert Plinio Nastari said on Monday. He said a long term price policy is required in India to define the ethanol versus sugar parity which will give visibility to the investors for making investment to boost production capacity. Last year, India was the world's second largest sugar producing nation, achieving 5% blending of ethanol and petrol, much lower than the target of 10%. Lack of ethanol production capacity is the main hurdle in achieving the target. Brazil, the world's leading sugar producer, is a pioneer in ethanol blending with petrol and achieved more than 25%, the long-term policies, including the ethanol sugar price parity policy, has been instrumental in the capacity building of ethanol in Brazil. Similar long-term stable policies in India are a must. Nastari, who is a member in Brazil's National Council on Energy Policy, said while speaking on India's policy on ethanol at an event here, on Indian banks being conservative in giving loans to mills for setting up ethanol capacity Owing to poor balance sheet, Nistari said a similar situation had prevailed in Brazil way back in 1980s, but then Brazilian president directed that loans for ethanol should be given on priority. There is a direct Brazilian government to support them. He also said proper regulations should be in place for ethanol blending and distribution. The Indian government has approved 362 projects to augment ethanol production capacity of 400 crore leaders under a scheme, but banks have sanctioned loans in less than 100 products so far as per the government data. Asserting that there should be a long-term price parity on ethanol and sugar, industry body ISMA President Vivek Pitti said 10% blending of ethanol with petrol can be achieved with sugarcane juice and not with other raw materials like B-heavy molasses and C-molasses the price parity should be there when sugar prices fluctuate it should not be the case that ethanol prices are fixed lower when sugar prices go up he added at present there is some sort of price parity as the government has fixed price of ethanol made from sugar and juice at, R, at rs of 59.48 per liter from b heavy molasses at rubies rupees at 54.27 cents per liter and from c molasses at rupees." at 43.75 cents per liter for the 2019-2020 season which is December through November whereas sugar prices in the country are ruling at rupees of 32 to 33 per kilogram at X mill stating that ethanol is great future in India if properly planned automobile industry body SIAM executive director said the blending of ethanol with petrol can be increased in key producing states provided there is an un provided there is assured supply of ethanol. Uttar Pradesh, uh, Maharashtra, and Karnataka in Delhi, and Haryana, and Punjab are the states where 10% blending with petrol has been achieved. At present, India has an ethanol production capacity of 355 crore liters against the requirement of 511 crore liters from oil marketing companies for blending purpose. Our second story of the day comes out of Jakarta, India. Sorry. Out of Jakarta, Indonesia, Coordinating Minister for Economic Affairs Erlanga Hartardo said the government was determined to implement the 40% biofuel or the B40 program no later than July of 2021. At present, the government was finalizing a specially designed roadmap. We hope that the BPPT agency for the assessment and application of technology can immediately kick off the trial run so the program can be implemented by July 2021," said Arlanga at the BPPT office on Monday, of February 24th. The program of the diesel fuel market with 40% palm oil was initiated to curb the trade balance deficit. Referring to the Central Statistics Agency's BPS data, the deficit reached US $864 million, which was attributable to the decrease in exports by 7.2%. Apart from preparing the B40 program, the government set a mandatory use of B30 in a bid to minimize the import dependency. This was forecasted to absorb up to 10 million kiloliters of crude palm oil. If it succeeds, the CPO based downstream industry is believed to save at least 8 billion US dollars in foreign exchange. In the long run, the government planned to implement the B100 program yet it required technology transfers from developed countries, Arlenga concluded. Our third and final story of the day comes out of Sweden. HVO biodiesel is now the fuel of choice for all machines at the Volvo CE customer center in Eskilstuna, Sweden. HVO is a form of renewable synthetic diesel, its acronym standing for hydrogen treated vegetable oil. Forming a small part in the company's journey towards a more sustainable future, HVO produces barely any trace of CO2. It's a clean form of fuel while also remaining in use performing comparable to regular diesel. Unlike some other biofuels, HVO isn't particularly sensitive to low or high temperatures or to exposure, or to, exposure to sunlight. Also, due to the use of hydrogen in the production process, HVO has an impressive shelf life compared to other biodiesel. Using HVO means that Volvo can significantly reduce its CO2 emissions, at the customer center, as well as demonstrating to guests how well the fuel works in practice. A conversation with Carl Cernaberg, director of marketing at Volvo CE, shed light on Volvo's eco-focused decision. Not only does the fuel in use have a very low carbon footprint, we also looked at HVO from a total supply chain perspective and source it from the closest possible producer, making the overall environmental impact even more positive, he said. A key aspect of why HVO wasn't implemented sooner is due to availability. HVO is a relatively new fuel that wasn't widely available until recently, so establishing a consistent supply was paramount before proceeding with full implementation. Sernberg commented, "Volvo CEO approve, sorry, Volvo CE approves all of our machines to run on HVO. No special modifications to the engine are required." and they work just as efficiently on HVO as they do with regular diesel. We've been using HVO at the customer center since last summer. Before we could do that, there are some practicalities to get s- sorted. For instance, cleaning the oil tanks. Then the first delivery of HVO was at the end of August, and we have been successfully running our machines at the center in HVO ever since. HVO is now more easily accessible for customers to source, and the difference in price compared to normal diesel is dropping. The fuel uses the same type of tanks and pumps making the switch to this fuel almost unnoticeable to the customer the use of hvo at the customer center is more than eco trial for volvo ce machine demonstrations will continue to solely use hvo and its use will be highlighted in the presentations thereby encouraging customers to become more eco-efficient in their own operations volvo strives to create a more sustainable world Sternenberg said, it's all part of the bigger journey we are on driving Volvo CE into a cleaner future and building the world we want to live in. So let me know what you thought about today's podcast and send me an email to biofuelsdaily at gmail.com. Lastly, if you could please subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening and remember to always go.